Happy Sunday morning or whatever it is or to whatever everyone. day. Whatever it is to you. Oh, happy day. Oh, you know who had a great name for a show? We, you were watching him last night. He's a singer from a band. Joey, maybe his name is. Oh, Joey McIntyre. His name of his show. I like the name of his show. Um, whatever day it is. Is that what it was called? Something like that. Yeah. Shout out. I love that name. It's a great name. <laughs> yeah. So whatever day it is to you. <laughs> yeah. um, this show I already know off the bat is called Keeping It Real. Huh? I don't know what he's going to say. We happen to have the equipment set up. I probably just was about to tear it down or thinking about tearing it down. Because there's we set a time when we do a show. We're like, we're going to do a show and then we sit up for it. And, yeah, it's usually and, like a Friday evening, got a little beverage going on. Yeah, it's like we're get, we get dressed because we're hanging out for the day and you're making drinks. And it's that time in the evening when we're going to hang out with each other. So it's like a, a certain scene, you know. But now... This is keeping it real. Like it's Sunday morning. I don't, I'm doing work outside. We had breakfast. I didn't really like this is me. This is like a real version of me, you could say. Yeah, well, it's not in task mode. It's just, OK, let's let's stop what we're doing for the day because you were in the middle of like building a structure outside to house wood to be like, hey, let's come together and hang out Sunday. It's I want I keep wanting to say it's Sunday morning, but. It's actually almost noon and just hang out and see what's going on. Check in. Would you like to have a drink with me and then we'll come back? Want to pour a drink and we'll come back? I would love to add some Frangelico, I think, maybe, but to my chai tea. But I could whip up a beverage if you're looking for a beverage. No, let's not, go, let's not go big. You mentioned Frangelico for your drink and I would love to have a scotch. Oh, okay. So we'll be right. We'll be back for be you. Right we'll, back. Be, we'll be back in two seconds. Welcome back. Oh, so cheers. Oh, tomorrow's Memorial Day. So I'm want to my gratitude, my thanks to all those who died in service and who gave a part of themselves in service. Even thank you all. Agreed. Thank you. We wouldn't be sitting here free today without them. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Cheers to all of you. Cheers. I'd like to preface this by saying it may seem like we drink a lot. Do you feel like you need to? But (laughs) I need to clear the air here. You're feeling judged? Do you feel like there's people out there being judged? Maybe thinking things? Maybe. You're addressing them. Maybe. Okay. So we always open with the beverage and it's fun. And I think if, how many times a week do we drink? I'd say twice a week. And yeah, it's I was usually... going to say twice a week. If we wrote down on cards and flipped up the cards. Yeah, twice a week. We'd win. Yeah. We'd win. <laughs> it's like, the, what is that? The honey, newlywed game? Yeah. And yeah. we just, and we happen to always drink when we're doing a show because yeah. it's fun. And I just want to say it's only one beverage. We don't, after we, we're done with a show, I don't whip up another beverage. Like we're Although one we want drink. To. I know. It's like, we want to be really fun, <laughs> but wipe me off the floor. Like, so. So do you feel better now? I'm curious. You've, you've, uh, You've aired it out for the audience, for those who may have been thinking things. How do you feel? 
Yeah, I'm just setting the playing field here. Do you feel better that you've said I something? I do. I do feel better. Good. And with that being said, I've added some Frangelico <laughs> to my Starbucks chai tea latte with almond milk. And it's delightful. I bet it is. That's a great combination. Uh-huh. I'm drinking. I think it's made by Bacardi. It's a scotch. It's delicious. And John Vito, thanks again. So it's a sensible noontime drink to have. Yes. Yes, it is. And I'm glad it was noon because I would have had a drink even if it was 11 or some other hour. It didn't but matter. noon made me feel okay with the audience. Oh, good. So I'm glad we're airing out just like... What we're doing is keeping it real. I want to keep it real. Do you know how you watch reality shows and you, you can see the reality in them, but you know they're all... There's so much around them that it makes them not reality anymore. I want this to be a reality show. I think that's part of why I wanted to do the show this morning. We're not in a certain mode of ourselves where we're dressed a certain way and in it like it's Sunday morning. Ah. You know, it's like it's, I want to keep it realer. Okay. So. Here we are. Here we in are. all of our realness. <laughs> <laughs> so we do a show whenever we're striked to do a show whether we're in whatever state we're in. I'm a, I may have stuff in my teeth. Do I have stuff in my teeth? Nope. You do, don't. Does everybody out there do that? Do you have? I hope everyone out there has someone in their life that you can show your teeth to. Yeah. It's important. It is important because <laughs> not everyone will tell you when you have something in your teeth. I'm the type of person that I will because I think it's important because I've been in the situation where I've had a conversation with somebody and then went to the bathroom or something and looked in the mirror and was like, Son of a bitch. It's like clear. It wasn't on the side. Yeah. And maybe yeah, you, you saw didn't it. Tell like, me. you know, they were looking at it the whole time. Like, who? Yeah. And then I'll call the person on it after I see them and be like, I had something in my teeth. You didn't even say anything. You gotta let them know. You, so where then you stand. next time, yep. say I'll never, something. Yep. <laughs> Agreed. I too, because I want, this is part of keeping it real, keeping it real. I, I want someone to tell me if I have food in my teeth and I will t- tell someone. And it's always on, I'll, I'll air it out. It's always a little uncomfortable telling because the person's the first reaction is the same reaction you have. Like, oh, like, oh. And you're causing that by telling them. But that totally trumps them finding out later that, ah, I I thought Kurt was a cool guy, but he let me talk to him for five minutes with stuff in my teeth. He's obviously not a cool guy. Yeah. What about your nose? Like you tell people when there's stuff oh, in their anything, nose. Anything, anything. Yeah. Well, if it's if it's something where you have where you noticed it because you like dipped your head down, I may not tell them because it's like I'm not really seeing it. Now am I just? Uh, and you got uh, wait, hold on, sorry. <laughs> you got something in your tooth. It's off to the side. I can't really see it. You have a maybe a booger, or it's maybe just a gray hair. You may want to check that out. I can only see it when I go like this, and just. While you're at it, you might as well check your ears, too, because I'm imagining if you have this going on and this going on, that you probably also have something going on in your ears. I at least notice one hair growing out of your ears. I know that's an optional thing, but you may, you may want to look at that. <laughs> Is that too much? And you may want to look at that, too. Just saying, because we're friends, right? We're cool. I'm keeping it real with you. Wow, that's, I mean, I know you were painting a scenario, but it really felt like I could have been on the receiving end of that. And I'm like, I don't have gray hair. I don't have hair in my ears. So I just reminded myself, he's not talking to you. 
Okay, that, that, that brought you more comfort. But yeah, <laughs> is that too much? A little so, bit. So yeah, do I tell somebody about something in their nose was the related point, bringing it back. Yeah, if it's, it's obvious. Like, if it's obvious. I'm not going to go like, yeah. you know, then you're off. I'm going to go rooting around. <laughs> that's a slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> so that's part of keeping it real. Other ways we keep it real. Little keeps it real. It's like, hey, I brought this mouse for you. Yeah. I love you. I killed this and I'm bringing, I'm going to bring it on the bed. I'm about to bring it on the bed. Is that cool, mom and dad? Yeah. I even kept it alive. And I'm going to wait for the final kill when oh. I bring it on the bed because I'm bringing it to you. That's Little's keeping it real with us. Thank God like, he's never made it onto the bed. <laughs> like it's it's one of those things where it's always in the middle of the night and I have, it's like this, I don't know. You have a seventh sense. sense. You yeah. have a seventh sense. I sit up in bed immediately and the light goes on and I'm right. There's something in his mouth. And then alive or dead, you kind of have a sense. I mean, when you hear a squeak, 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 I heard that outside, <laughs> and then I heard the flap in the door, and I'm like, he's coming in with something. Yeah. And that was at like four in the morning. But I sit up, and I'm like, ah! and and so then you get on it. It's great, it's a great system, it works really well for me. <laughs> so that's the, way, that's the way you're keeping it real. <laughs> I'm letting my husband know, like, there's something that needs to be taken care of immediately. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's three. Yeah, no, there's no such thing as time. I don't care if it's uh, five thirty, six, six, six in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting up. Doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter. Certain things, time doesn't matter. That's one of them. Or like, you know, when you have a dog and you hear that sound, it's the I'm about to puke and you oh, yeah, oh, just, any, just any, get to a non-carpet any. surface. If you can't make it outdoors, at least make it to a non-carpet surface. It's fun. I hate that this is true. I'm like, this is keeping it real. I'm going to call it out. I feel like my first instinct is to get them to a safe, easy to clean area. Yes. And then my immediate second in- instinct is, oh, how you doing? Like to yeah. comfort. Like, is it no i guess that's instinct like you got to get go for safety first well yeah and then you comfort like yeah. if, if i saw you like about to puke and you you were such, in such a state that you couldn't even make your body move to get to a facility like I'd, that's I'd, called assistance <laughs> <laughs> that comes before comfort that's kind of like you mask yourself first before you mask others in the airplane you get the person to safety and then you comfort them all right, I almost felt bad. Like, shouldn't you meet your animal with comfort first? Like, oh, you're a little sick. Let's walk you over to not the emergency. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. You got you, the the clock is ticking. You know when that that, happens. that only speaks to my uh, inability to handle cleaning up pukey wetness, and so I don't. I want to avoid that at all costs, even at the point of delaying my compassion for like ten seconds. It's another way to put it. I like the other way. It's less graphic and it seems a little nicer. <laughs> but it's a good visual. Good. Just keeping it real. Yeah. Just keeping it real. So, I mean, is there anything that you have a sense? So, like, I have the sense of animal-related disturbances. Like, do you have like a sense that it's like... I have a seventh sense for injustice, I think. And it, it, it takes a while for my brain to catch up. It's like 
there's some kind of vibe of when something doesn't ring true. And I have a sense of that. It yeah, yeah. It jars me and it sometimes takes me days to be like, why, why, why'd that freak me out? Why'd that bother me? So I, don't, I know that's a, I know that's not funny nonsense, but it, that's, that's keeping it real. But you do have a, a sense of injustice. But I think that also ties back to some of your karmic um, cords that you need to cut in terms of, you know, like uh, letting stuff go. We talked about this before, <laughs> like with driving and, you know, like. Yeah, that's just basically, basically have infinite patience. This is just, all you got to do is all you got to do, everyone. The formula is simple. Infinite patience for everyone at all times. Um. <laughs> Easy. First of all, that's easy. so easy. Yeah, easy. Right. You know, living in the moment, just letting everything go, everything. Just letting everything go. It's easy. It's easy. <laughs> that's it. I know. <laughs> I mean, do that, you're golden. Do that, you're golden. <laughs> easy. <laughs> have we, have we, uh, is, is this one run its course? Do so you want to sit for a moment, just relax, and then see if anything else comes up? Or I'd, I'd be happy. I feel like we presented a, a valid topic. Some good banter. Yeah, keeping it and what are you doing to make sure you're keeping it real? Where aren't you? Oh, let's go. I want to go one more place. Uh oh. Where's a border of you not keeping it real where you want to keep it real more? Or a recent example of how you turn that corner. That's, I like that. It's a little gift. But, Bo, I want to hear your story and I'd like to share whatever my story is. Is that a good parting gift? Okay. I mean, is it fun and funny? Not well, really. Let's keep it fun and funny. Whatever we talk about, it should be nonsensical because that's the best way to look at anything anyway because then it makes it not so serious and nothing's really that serious because you know what's serious? Living in the moment, that's serious. Anything else you're thinking, you might think it's serious, but is it? Am I too much? <laughs> not enough? Discuss. I just, you, have, you just have a lot to say. You have a lot to say on the matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah just woo wind me up and go <laughs> so getting back to the point i like the wind up motion because that reminds me of reel it in let's get to the point a time each let's make make it a pick a humorous one this is nonsense um <clears throat> i was willing to help you do stuff in the yard and I'm not a person that likes to really, I'm not a yard person. I don't do that gardening and stuff. I don't know. It's just kind of a thing. I don't feel passionate about it. But like, I like to do flowers. I'll plant flowers and whatever. So I said, and we have stuff under the deck that could be moved. So I also like to pick things up and put them down. <laughs> you really do. Yeah, I enjoy it. And... But you asked me to dig out like the raspberry bushes to put them somewhere else. And I hated that task. It was like filing. So today you're saying, um, you know, I'm like, what can I do to help? And so there's some replanting that needs to happen. And replanting is probably one of my least favorite things to do in the yard. But I'm trying to psych myself up to see if I could maybe find some enjoyment in it. How's that? Uh, I th I think it's wonderful, and part of me makes makes me want to be like, eh, if you don't like doing it, don't do it. Like you know, mm -hmm. I want to root for you on that end. So 
Yeah. Would it, yeah, I want to know what the what you really want. This is keeping it real. This is an edge. I want to know what you really like. Yeah, it's sometimes nice to extend because you want to try to extend. But then sometimes it's nice you, right on the edge of that. And or is it nice that I'd be like, you know what? I really don't enjoy it. Like, which way do you really want to go? Do you really want to go this way? Or would you rather go this way? I have a different way even. Oh. I have a way that it would be just being outside but doing something that brought a little bit more enjoyment but would also be helpful to you. I have a pick things up and put things down literal task for you. I'm in. <laughs> nice. Great. See, I'm glad, I'm glad you spoke up. So you, that was, it was a live, that it was, was a live on the edge of keeping it real. Yeah. I hope it was entertaining and fun and so funny. <laughs> I bet that was freaking hilarious. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> now I get to pick things up and put them down. I think if you can ever say pick things up and put things down, down in a sentence on some level that is always funny and probably will be for years to come yes everyone loves to pick things up uh, yeah. and put things down everyone loves that sorry and if you don't you've been living under a rock no so little did you want to go next no he just wants to listen no he's chill what about you Make sure it's fun and funny. Ah, oh, the pressure. There's humor in everything. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's fun and funny. It's easy to be fun and funny about something that happened in the past. I got hit in the head with that thing and it almost cracked my skull open. <laughs> 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 but to take something in the moment and about you, that's something you're overcoming, you're getting over your ego on it, you're getting on the other side of it. And making it funny. You know who could do that really well? I bet rappers. People who rap. Because I feel like in the, in, the, in the rap battle, somebody's going to come at you with something where they know it's your nerve. Mm -hmm. And if you can then take it and twist it around and use it on back on that, like it's, they have it. They have it where they could take something about themselves and make it funny. I bet you know. Or real. Maybe well, not necessarily <laughs> funny. Well, it's the first level of it. It's like graduate level is keep making, keeping it real and being on top of it, you know, and then graduate level, like that's just say graduate level twice. Yeah. There's, there's a graduate level and then there's a graduate level. <laughs> Two levels. Thanks. Thanks for clarifying. The two levels. Yeah. And the, the graduate. They're different. <laughs> They're different. The graduate plus level or the PhD level, because then I went too high. Good thing I didn't start a PhD. I wouldn't. How, how do you go above PhD? Um, PhD squared? Whatever. Guru. Getting the guru. Getting off topic. Is turning something humorous, like turning it real without it banging you up too much in the moment. Like you, I could bring up something and be like, yeah, and I got to get over and I'm like, I'm getting over <laughs> it, but it's like heavy and I'm like crying a little, or you can like talk about it real like, Hey, yeah, yeah. I don't really want to do the, yeah. I always go for thing. that approach. I like that approach. Oh, I'm trying to shoot for humor lately where I can get on the other side of myself with humor. Cause I feel like that's even a, 
a more on the other side of yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's lighter. Like another, it's another step up. So I'm like, and I gotta call myself out. Yeah, like, here we go. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Doo, doo, doo. Wow, did I just set myself up? Yeah. D- dick. <laughs> <laughs> set myself up. You just screwed yourself. Just totally screwed myself. Oh, hands on your <laughs> hips. I'm ready. This was hard for me. This was hard for me. This is my personal experience of it. I don't, I, it, it almost, when I talk about it, it's going to sound like it wasn't about me, but this was about me for me. Sounds so, pretty heavy. And it's, it's so crazy how it related to our episodes. When we did the episode on corporate culture, what did we call that episode? I'll fit it in if we can't remember. Let's not thinking about it. But Jen and I discussed corporate that job. culture. That job, the musical. Yeah. We talk about corporate culture. I had a meeting in my company, rando, Zoom meeting, and we never have like big company get-together meetings. And it was about corporate culture, like within a week. And I was like, what is going yeah, that's on? That's weird. That was weird. So I really paid attention to it because, wow, I just talked about companies talking about corporate culture. And here's my company talking about corporate culture. Go my company. Ahead of the curve there, I believe. Very good. So one of the things I got over years ago that I got on the other side of being real is I used to have work version of me and then real version of me. And they weren't the same people. This is work, Kurt. He acts like this. <laughs> and then there was real me, which was just a, like to be an idiot and joke around. This is you. This is the real you. <laughs> this is the real me. So, and Why then, can't it be that guy all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard you one of two ways. Can uh, I tell you the two ways I heard you? And did anyone else hear this? One, why can't I be that guy all the time? Uh-huh. Or two, I heard you, why do you got to be that guy all the time? No, no, it wasn't that one. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. That would be awful. <laughs> Not if it was joking. You could pull it off. No. Dave Chappelle, I, but could, I, Dave Chappelle could say anything yes, in he, any way. And just because he's Dave Chappelle, people will laugh. Because they know anything he said is said with a spirit of humor. So you can say anything if you're Dave Ch- the Dave Chappelle guru school of saying anything humorously. I want that should be a, a college master's level program. Wow, that was big. Him and Jane Austen would have got along great. <laughs> they would have thought each other were hysterical. I want in fact I'm gonna write a movie with you when we retire and we're gonna mix da- Jane Dave Austen and Dave Chappelle coming together. Even if they're good friends, buddies, or if it's a love interest. I don't care, but them two together in a movie is gold. It's a good idea. It's like Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg, which is now so alike. Oh, we know that they're all besties. And That was a genius pairing. Yeah. So So I like the idea of of Dave Chappelle and Jane Austen. That's it. And thanks for pointing it out. No doubt that Martha Stewart and Snoop inspired that idea in my head. No doubt. Love it. So it's easy to laugh about things from the past. So me becoming myself in my job was, I did that one day. I was like, I'm just gonna be myself from now on. So that was one edge. So now my current one is corporate culture. And I like to go to work and give all of myself at work. But then that's it. I don't like to do 
work get togethers. I like everyone a lot. And if I'm in front of someone, I want to be real and connect with that person where they are in that moment where I am in my moment. That's what I have to give. But I don't have anything to give outside of that. I don't, I just, I have so much going on in my life. I don't. Is this funny? <laughs> this, is Woo, great. this is great. Woo, oh, time out. Time out. Take a sip. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go back to the shenanigans. <laughs> so, gearing so, up for yeah. the finale. <laughs> so, I have a I'm glad I called myself out. Well, I'm so rough on <laughs> so rough on myself today. <laughs> Whose side am I on? How am I, how am I not being myself? How am I not being uh. myself? How am I not being myself? <laughs> Mouse Street. Mouse Street. <laughs> Devlin, Devlin gets credit for that one, the, the Meryl Streep. So, remember the corporate culture meeting and people talking about what they want, what they don't want, what they like about the company. And I had a company where you had your full time job, and then there was the full time other activities related to work that you, if you didn't go to, there was like a mark or a note, or a, you knew it was affecting you. So it was like having two jobs, and I. I hated that <laughs> and I still never went to anything and I knew every time I didn't it was a mock against me uh, I had to, I gotta be me I gotta be me yeah yeah <laughs> so now we're having a corporate culture meeting and I say I'm like I I, I love the corporate culture of this company I, I feel like you guys have things but I never feel any like any pressure to go and it makes me so, <laughs> and it makes me so happy I love that you have things and I know it's an option and I know if I don't thanks for not letting go, me be a joiner yeah it's not nobody's holding it against me thank you for seeing that these things are optional I really appreciate that so now we we just had a water cooler thing a get together and I like everyone if I saw anyone like Anyone, I, if I know you, I like you. I like everyone in my company. Mm -hmm. I'm we get from it. You, we get I it. I want to talk to you. But I don't want to hang out at a water cooler meeting. And so I didn't go. And it, it's it's uh, keeping it real with myself. Like, it, Am I, I being I, judged? I, Am I, I being <laughs> judged? <laughs> They're like the you like, I want to explain the drinking. <laughs> I see you judging me. <laughs> I want to explain... Why well, I didn't go to the water cooler meeting. It's not that I don't love you all. <laughs> I just, I, I'm an introvert and I don't have any time. And that's, so it's a, it's like I can joke about it, but it was a thing for me. And I'm, it's, it's me being real with myself and getting on the other side of myself. And I'm, I'm like on the other side, but it's still like the other, it's like a seesaw. The other side's lighter than me, but he's trying to like kick his legs down and get his side to go down. Does that make sense? It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> and, you know, the more, if there's more water cooler meetings, because who knows, is this the beginning of like, uh, you know, oh, maybe we'll make this monthly. Like, then you'll start to see like, maybe, you know, people, well, you don't go, so you, you won't really ever know. But I imagine like they'll start to see attendance like decline because people, that's people figuring out the culture and figuring out, is it cool to to not participate if I am engaged in other stuff. And you know what's great? Then that leaves the people at the water cooler meeting who really want to be there. And it's almost like a it's, benefit to it's them. It's good for them. Yeah, right. you're, you're like going in like half energy because you don't really want to do it, but you're going. Don't go. Yeah. 
let the people go who want to go because there are people who like that thing and go them like anything you like and you can do it do it but if you don't like it don't do it <laughs> so is- i think that was a good example of and, and you did turn it into something that was that was hilarious it's so I, funny it was probably at least psychologically interesting it I was hope. humorous <laughs> at times <laughs> it was good that was good good it was a good effort yes a good effort a good effort you i do appreciate good, it you do a good english accent i'm gonna that's let, because i was british in a past life you are i think you knew jane austen I was Jane Austen. That's bold and saucy. I'd like to think I was at once, at least. I see how you could have been. Well, thank you, dear sir. <laughs> it is much appreciated. <laughs> I'll put this as an aside if you don't agree. Can we tell the English oh. accent story? Which uh, one? I have a couple that got me in trouble. No, there's one that get, there's one English accent story that got you in trouble. Yeah. And there's one that almost got you in trouble, yeah. so that was just internally funny. Yeah, so I know you're going for the the kill. The kill. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's what we like to do on nonsense. Go for the kill. I'm going to go for the kill. Uh Chuck, I'm going to go for the kill on this one. <laughs> I'm going to try and diminish Jen's humor by telling something horrible. And if she's if I can wipe that smile off her face or get her not to laugh, I've won. Yes, that's good. It's a horrifying experience for everyone. <laughs> no, I'm only going to tell. I'm saying. only going to tell ever tell any story if you're like I don't mind people telling stories about me. No, this is a funny one. It is funny. It's freaking classic me. I think I just can't help but get out the shovel and start digging myself into a hole. And I'm trying to be better about that. To be fair, this is something I recently did. Actually, I don't really do that anymore. But there was a time in my life, it was a concentrated period. But you saw it while it was happening, oh, which is both and good and horrible. Which is fun and horrible at the same mm. time. And you know what? There's a time where it's humorous because... I will openly acknowledge um, and call myself out and laugh and, while doing it. And so, yet, while you're while you're clearly showing your discomfort and all of it, that's yeah. genuine. That's keeping it real. Yeah. So, in all fairness, uh, you could tell one about me. Devlin told one recently about me. I can't remember it, but if you can remember it, tell it. And he told it at him and Rich's surprise party. Yeah, I know. And that the was the story. first public telling of the story. Yes, it to was. To be fair, you could tell the story about me. Right? I don't know if that's a story that should be aired. I I don't know. Is that a too soon? I can't remember the story. So I, let's let, this will be live. We talk about keeping it real. Let's put me to the test. Let's go for it. I'm giving you permission. All right? Let's see how I react. And I'll be honest if I'm trying to hide like, oh, this is bothering me. I'll be real. All right, this is a test. I, I called. When you call out, just FYI, for those of you who follow any kind of path, any kind of path, no, when you call out like, I want to do this, the, un- the universe or whatever you believe in, the force will answer and put it right before you. And that's just what happened here live. So this is great. So I'm going to tell Jen's story first. <laughs> Go for it. Is that okay? Yeah. Yes, if you're from the UK... I don't know what you think about Jen's accent. But for me, 
when she talks in it, I it just melts my heart. I love it. <laughs> love it so much. It works enough for me. I like it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and, I don't know why I sound like a man. You're not. But... And I'll, can I call it out? I know you do it better, but it's a little like you're doing it. And so you're holding back because it's like, ah, I don't really want to do it. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's don't judge her even now on how she's doing it because she's a little shaz. Right? <laughs> Is it all right that I was real about that? Here we go. You're just dropping them left and right. So let's just keep this train moving. <laughs> She didn't say train wreck, so we're good. Yeah. That's the difference in, like, she said train, so. Mm-hmm. We're okay. still on board. <laughs> busting out these analogies. Your power meter is still in the green. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> Check. Now, if I could just remember what I was talking about, then we can bring it back home. You're going to tell my story of when I go full accent. So. We're out to dinner with our nieces, my brother, my sister-in-law. We're busting on Jen on another English accent story where she was about to do an English accent, joking around. Because she thought the person who was talking was doing an English accent, joking around. So I was going to meet them back with one. And then I realized, no, this person was from the UK. So I didn't. Luckily, because had she done it, in the manner she was going to do it. I would have it. mortified my niece <laughs> in front of her teacher. And yourself and everyone. <laughs> well, that too. But I would have felt more for like, I didn't want to yeah. mortify Peyton. So we're joking around that story. You probably joked about that story yeah, two minutes Yeah, that's always been, that. everybody yeah. laughs about yeah. that one. You laughed about that right when it happened. Because yeah. you didn't do anything. So it was You safe. were about to do something. That's very safe. Mm-hmm. So we're all laughing about that. Out. And then I bust out my English accent at the table. Yeah, so because you're gonna, you're, yeah, we're just joking about your English accent. So you start talking in the English accent. You're probably doing the scene. I, I'm the so and so. You're doing the scene from that day, like all out English accent. And we're all cracking up. And then I look up when I look at the table next to us, and they're kind of looking over, like, and. Then I'm listening to them talking, and they're all from England. Oopsies. And so I knew that they thought maybe, maybe that, oh, she's doing an English accent, and we're from England. Like, what's she doing? Like, whatever thoughts go with that. Just that alone. Ah, that was, yeah. Yeah. And you and Victoria knew, and yet watched me go anyway. Because you guys like to see a train wreck. So, but, and then I finally realized it. Like for somehow, somehow it like kicked in like, oh, the people over here and I'm going to stop now. And it felt a little uncomfortable, but then we laughed it off and moved on. So it was all good. You're golden. You're really good. You're very good. I have to ask you. I'm thinking about like and retelling the story. If I'm not me in my story, if I'm not me in that story and I'm just looking at that story objectively. I'm thinking, wow, he was laughing with his niece and not telling his wife what was going on. And I think that was a a moment I was having Victoria th- judging it like, this is a cool moment I'm having with my niece. Jen's not going to, she'll be, you know. Yeah. I think, I, you know, so <laughs> I'm glad that was the fact and I didn't like throw you under the bus. You know what I mean? 
You would but, never throw me under no, the no. bus. No, no, good, good. I just wanted to clear the air and keep it real on that one. So you, you keeping it real and laughing about stuff that's real, you, you pass. Let's see how I do. You think mine's a little too tender vittles. Let's see if it is. Let me get a drink. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> we were at Devlin's surprise birthday party and we were sitting at a table next to Devlin and then some other people that we all, you knew better than I did, but we all knew each other and everybody was yeah, everyone nice knew everyone. and cool and so it was fun. Um, and then Devlin tells the story of how uh, when they went to a restaurant in like Boston, well, oh. outside of Boston, when you and Devlin and your brother and Eric all went for like boys weekends oh, to Boston okay. yeah, yeah. and um, <clears throat> Kurt, he oh. just he drank a little too much. And didn't really eat. And mm -hmm. it was, uh, and he just he was just kind of passed out at the table the whole night and got sick. And, oh, the bonus of the whole situation was that it was like our sister-in-law's cousin's restaurant. And it was like a really nice restaurant. And so um, Kurt embarrassed the whole family. And so it was like a thing. It was a big thing. So, you know, for a while it was a deal. And I know you came home and you felt very bad and stuff like I felt that. All, but, I felt you know, awful. It was still, it was like a crappy situation. But, you know, that happened like, I don't know how many years ago. So, like five years ago or... Three I mean, or four, three to five. Something like that. Time, who knows. I don't know why it came up, but Devlin told the story. And when he was telling it, like... We were all laughing. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It's a good story. It was pretty funny. So, I mean, I felt like that was a a turning point, perhaps. Yeah. It, uh... <laughs> so, here it is. This is one of the realest moments probably in the last decade of my life. One of the realest. And what I mean by real, a real moment to me is your actions are influencing other people in a way that is negative and it's your negligent fault. Like that scene. Like, and, and that's it was, really and, funny. And it, this is and it was negligence. It was this is these are the facts. I, I, I was real about this when it was happening <laughs> to me. I was I took full ownership and responsibility. The second it happened, while I lived it and every moment afterwards, I've fully i've never been delusional about any of it i was in a little bit of a manic mode because we were having a weekend boys weekend and we always had fun and i just didn't really eat that day at all and i was trying to drink like i normally drank back then which was probably oh three four five drinks <laughs> and which i was probably a little too much and I probably should have been heading out of that direction. And this was actually the sign that headed me out of that direction. Cause if I ate normally, I could handle that even though I probably shouldn't be drinking that much. That was clear and it was becoming clear and I needed to change directions. This was what changed my direction. <laughs> that was that night. 
So no, ne totally negligent. I take 100% negligent responsibility. And then I, I couldn't change it once I was sorry about it. And then I had to live it. And I was sitting at a table and I, if I moved it all, I had the worst spins of my life. The whole world was spinning violently. If I so moved awful. an inch, but if I just sat there and I was very quiet and still, yeah. I was fine. <clears throat> Not good. And it took forever to wear off. To the point where I had to be getting up and going. And the idea of all that then got me so nauseous feeling that even though I didn't eat anything, I threw up a little, a little, not a lot. But if you throw up at all in a restaurant <laughs> at a table and you're negligent about that, like... God bless you. Be graceful with yourself. Own it as quick as you can and get on the other side of it. Yeah. Because you could beat Ooh. yourself up with that one. I think so, so. I got on that one. I took as much ownership as I could, as fast as I could, and tried to get up on the other side of it as fast as I could because I saw it every second. Oh, the mercy of if I felt ill and then passed out. That would have been mercy. Mercy. But to sit there fully aware of who I am, where I am, what I'm doing, and the impact of other people around me. That's, <laughs> you know, you don't that's like a version of hell. <laughs> you don't want to live that hell. So I could actually, I could laugh about that one the day after because I owned it as much as I could immediately. Mm -hmm. So we went from, <laughs> we went from, Opening the episode with we don't really drink to ending it with back in the day I could have a drink like three, four, five drinks, but then I had this defining moment and now we're down this is why we're down to one. And drink. this is and you wanted to know why we're down to one? We gotta explain if we have more than one. It, it, it happens. I know the guy. He's got two thumbs. And I know the guy. <laughs> He's got two thumbs. <laughs> I know this guy. Well, so. it's been fun hanging with you. It's been fun I had to switch you. up to some yeah, non-alcoholic drink. Some non-alcoholic. So we hope that you've had, um, I don't even know, hope so much for you and your happiness. <laughs> you just had so much hope you didn't know how to phrase it. Yeah. That's a lot. That's beautiful. Anyway, thanks for ha hanging with us. Thanks for hanging with us. Till next time, everyone. Peace. Namaste.